Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Yes, indeed. It's The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski. And we are back for episode number two for this week anyway. We're doing two episodes per week. We drop them on you on Tuesday and Friday. And what do you think about that? I think highly of it. Episode 31. And here today to talk about our love of music. We all have opinions on it. We We all do. We've had had communal comings together. Not in a circle thing, but uh, you know what I mean. Like music brings the worlds together. Sometimes. Yeah, sure it does. I found it to be, uh, it, it's, it was the first bonding between Dottie and I, my new girlfriend, our common love of music. And I talked about this in therapy. My therapist asked me, why, why does that mean something to you that you and this woman have music in common? Because it's like when you go to a concert, you feel like you're surrounded by like-minded people. You speak the you, same language, dude. Yes. You have an immediate connection with strangers at a concert because you're all there for that same kind of music. Indeed. That's a powerful bond. And that's why people will come up and talk to you about things. I mean, when I went and saw Judas Priest, I was wearing a Velvet Revolver t-shirt, and some guy walked over to me, some random guy, and just starts talking to me about Velvet Revolver. And yeah. then am I here to see Priest or Queensryche tonight? Well, I'm here to see both. You then you're talking sh- about Seattle. I mean, it, it just opens up conversation. Yeah. I belong to a couple of Facebook groups uh, for Dave Matthews Band, and most of them are poster-collecting groups. But the community of these groups is crazy, dude, to see. And, I mean, I'm a super fan of of Dave, but this community, I mean, like, they drive across state to do errands for each other when someone's in need. Like, it really is like a big family, and it's all connected by music, you know. Indeed. Find us online, thevocalminority.net, for all of our social media stuff, and find our socials, and watch us laugh hilariously and share it around (laughs) the web. The goal is for you to laugh hilariously. Yeah, I mean, this is a little community, too. You know, if you're a fan of this show, then we're probably all like-minded individuals, much like music. So, bringing it all together. We are vocal minority. So, yes, we all do love going to concerts. Concerts are a lot of fun, and there's a lot of diversity on this show. Uh, Brewski just saw Judas Priest. I just saw the Wood Brothers. I'm going to see El King this Friday night. Oh, Uh, nice. I have seen Dave good. Matthews many a times. I've seen Metallica probably more than any other band live. And these are different types of crowds, but I always feel like I fit in at any of these types of concerts. It's funny, though, that you mention that because uh, for me, a lot of concerts offer a different atmosphere, right? Like I know if I'm going to this party, if I, or if I'm, yeah, I guess a party, a concert. If I'm going to Soundgarden, I know what it's going to be. You know, or I know what it used to be. I guess right, you can't right. go see Soundgarden anymore. Right. But <laughs> you get the, you get my point. I, uh, I just got tickets to go see uh, Young the Giant. Nice. They're playing at uh, Marymore Park, which both oh. of you know what it is. It's a small park in Redmond, Washington, and it's a pretty intimate setting outdoor concert. I yeah. know that'll be a completely different mood. Than a Soundgarden concert, something like that. So, yeah, you got your variety, the things you love. And uh, like Nick just mentioned, a concert, when done correctly, should be a party. It should be a sort of a communal coming together. There's an immediate bond with the people around you as you're dancing or singing along or whatever it is. However, much like any real party, some jackass can show up and kind of ruin the whole thing for everyone else. There's always a couple at every show. 
there is. So I stumbled across this article about the, the rudest things that you can do at a concert. So I thought we would run down the list, A, to see if we've ever done these ourselves, have we ever seen someone do it, but also, as we always do, we're here to educate the audience. <laughs> so, this is uh, an article from uh, the Huffington Post. It's by uh, Caroline Bologna, 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 I don't know. Bolognese. Uh, yes. And yeah, the uh, the headline is the rudest things that you can do at a concert. So let's see if we maybe we disagree. Everybody in this group, be honest if you do these certain things at a show. Okay. Uh, the article here says that we asked etiquette experts to share some common rude behaviors at concerts and advice for avoiding these faux pas. Don't be a jerk. Number one on the list. All right. So the first thing to talk about here is not getting drunk, getting too drunk. Concerts are a great place to enjoy a few drinks and let loose, uh, but there's a fine line between having a good time and being a drunken mess who bumps into people and spills stuff everywhere. Uh, quote, it may be easy to overindulge in alcohol at a concert. Getting drunk, starting fights, heckling, and losing all inhibitions is uh, is never a good move at a concert. Have we experienced this, gentlemen? Have you seen somebody <laughs> was over-the-top drunk, or have you been that person? I think we've all at least seen it. And uh, in the last uh, well, 10 years, this has become somewhat of a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. Of mm-hmm. artists actually stopping songs to call these people out, seeing them from up on stage. Uh, I've like never had that. people or just being a drunken fool? Uh, being a drunken fool, getting into a fight, spilling yeah. stuff on people, you know, uh, talking on your phone, whatever it may be. But being called out from the stage, singer will shut a song down and be like, hey, dude. Uh, and I've never had that vantage point. Is that something you could have done in your band days? Like, can you really see the crowd? So that's a good point, actually, because most people don't realize when you're on a stage, it's so hard to see the crowd because the lights are all pointed at you. So you can usually see the first few rows, but you can't see beyond that. That's why they always say, hey, bring the house lights up when they want to yes. see the audience. Right. Um, so that is difficult. But, yeah, I, I've seen that. Uh, if you want to Google or YouTube Eddie Vedder, He's probably one of the best singers out there that is known for stopping concerts because some drunken guy is harassing a woman in the front row or starting a fight. He will stop in the middle of the song and just call the guy out, pointing you right there, row two, stop him, stop him. Like, What's my dude's name uh, that's uh, a drummer for Nirvana? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Yes. Listen, he's great at it, too. I've yes, seen him shut is. down many shows and just be like, don't be a dick. Like, don't fight at the show. You know, mm-hmm. and kick people out. The uh, the red flag is the dude with no shirt on all of a sudden next to you. When guys yes. at concerts start just taking the shirt out, woo! <laughs> like, yeah. uh, watch out for that guy. It's <laughs> trouble. Or if they're ma- wearing a, a "Make America Great Again" hat, that's probably a good sign. Something's trouble, sober or not. But yeah. Well, I was at a show many years ago, outdoor. So I was up in the lawn seats, except this was like towards the end of the season. So the lawn was like almost non-existent. Yeah. And we saw this dude just stumbling around and he falls down on the ground and he starts screaming the name of the band. And then he kind of passes out onto the, the ground. But then a few minutes later, we see him like pulling dirt towards himself. He starts vomiting into a hole and then, like, and then, and then, and then covering it over with the dirt. <laughs> He, he pushed the dirt over the top of his, his vomit, and then his head went back down, and he passed out. That was his pillow, was the, oh. pile, mile of, the pile of dirt on top of his, wow. his vomit. That's that funny. is awful. And again, yeah. he was wearing no shirt. Yep. 
what I say. There's a red flag indicator. <laughs> the shirtless yes. man. I was at a uh, Megadeth concert years ago where uh, when Megadeth hit the stage and it was one of those amphitheaters where half of it's lawn and you're sitting on a hill. And um, when Megadeth hit the stage, people started tearing up the sod and were chucking yeah. it all over the venue. And oh. Dave Mustaine, the singer for uh, Megadeth, stopped the concert. And he was like, listen, you mother effers, stop that. Stop. Respect this venue. Respect, you know, Mother Earth. And I'm thinking like, wow, man, like, that's pretty cool of you to stop people destroying the venue like that. But now you have to pay for it. I was going to say, now that I put on concerts, I will tell you, you're responsible for that stuff. Megadeth, that was their show. They're I want the our one. damage deposit back. Right. They're like, you know what's going to cost us to restock this place? <laughs> so it probably wasn't as noble as i first thought but uh yeah have either of you guys ever been that guy at a concert accidentally purposely i gotta be honest with you i've never been just annihilated drunk at a concert it's hard because like we were talking about getting enough beer or liquor to just Mm. be s-faced throughout the show like i've been super stoned at many a concert for sure but i don't i can't recall a concert that i was ever just fall down drunk at Uh, nor can I, i i've passed out at a concert before yeah, I, I've passed out at a concert. From what? Yeah. Uh, I met a guy at the Gorge, and uh, we were watching a concert. This is years ago. I'm I'm 20, and we're watching a concert, and this old hippie smoking a bowl, and we had already smoked all our weed. It's when it was illegal. It was tougher to get, right? Yeah, sure. So we're kind of starting conversation with him, you know, seeing if he'll pass the bowl along. And eventually he does. And this is what I will never not be able to hear his voice in my head. He hands me the pipe and he was like, this stuff will knock your dick in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he's probably 45, Uh 50. He's an old man at the time. Right. I mean, to me, me, uh, you know, I'm 20 years old. Your perception of one of his old is just blowing my mind. But go ahead, yes. So I'm like, uh, he was old in the sense that, like, dude, I smoke weed every day. Like, that's old man weed is what I thought in my head. Yeah. He passes it to me, dude. And I don't know if it was laced with something Must or what. Both me and my friend that are at the show passed out in 20 minutes and were out for the rest of the show. He roofied you. There was definitely something laced in there because there's no way it would hit you that hard. Put a hem in your dress. This stuff will knock your dick in the dirt. Right. And then Uh, his dick into never mind. (laughs) I didn't wake up sore. I mean, I was just like, where? Oh, man, the show's over. That's a bummer. I have a salty residue on my tongue. What is that? How'd you pass out at a concert, Brewski? Drinking very heavily before a show. And it was, I didn't have to drive. We were all piled in my friend's van. We went to go see the roots and beastie boys nice and um so a lot of drinking and then a lot of smoking of weed and i was just toast at that point just yeah. toast brewski's gotten me wasted at a concert before well after a concert <laughs> what concert did we go to where we ended up at a chinese restaurant singing karaoke <laughs> that, was, that was that was the mud honey show yes it was dude i was pissed drunk at that and i had to drive home mind you uh i get on i-90 and i look at rachel before we leave i'm like which one of us is better and she was you know head nodded down i'm like okay i'm driving home uh bad decision we get on to i-90 the freeway 
And about halfway through on the, when I get to the first tunnel, there's flashing yellow lights, like slow down. My eyes start going bonkers. I have to pull over or I'm going to wreck the car. Like I can't see in a straight line anymore. So I'm like, we are in the tunnel now on I-90. It's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. I wake Rachel up. I'm like, you got to finish the drive. Like I I can't finish. And we are in the freeway in the tunnel right now. Yeah. Wow. She popped in and drove us home, but yeah, thanks, Brewski. Well, so now I I, I also remember because that night it was Jen and I and you and you and Rachel. Yeah, and I remember after we left the Chinese restaurant, um, both Jen and Rachel um, had to uh, use the facilities. And, oh, they was, went outside, didn't they? They both did. Yes, yeah. in the in the street there in the international district. Yes, it was. <laughs> we were pissed drunk, dude. Yeah. But luckily, it waited until after the show. <laughs> Anytime you find yourself singing karaoke at a Chinese restaurant, they should just take your keys away. Ubers outside yeah. lined up. Yeah. Yeah. We we left Capitol Hill and went over to the international district. Oof. How we got there, I can't even remember. Yeah, that was a night. But did you ruin the show for anyone? It sounds like you got out of the concert. Great so time good. at the show, dude. Oh, it was no. a great show. Nick and I were both screaming, though, at Mark Arm the entire time because we wanted to hear them play Overblown. Yeah. and Because uh, they don't normally play that song. I think because it's on the single soundtrack. I don't know. But uh, Nick and I Nick and I are screaming at Mark Arm for him to play that particular song. And I wonder now, will we be on this list? Is that guy at the concert a douchebag that over and over is like, Play blah, blah, blah. Play Freebird. <laughs> well, perhaps next on the list of the uh, rudest things you could do at a concert, talking during the show. Uh, during a performance at a theater, opera, ballet, similar things, the only sounds coming from uh, should be from the stage. This means no talking while singing, dancing, or other acts are performing. Even at more casual concerts, though, be mindful of how you're talking. Uh, might take away from others' experiences and ability to enjoy the show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is a mixed bag with this one, because I know a lot of people who talk at concerts. If I'm at a concert and I have my way, I, I, I'll i talk to you in between songs, but I don't necessarily want to talk to you during a, a song. We can look at each other once in a while and be like, yeah, this is awesome, you know, but, yeah. like, I don't want to talk. I'm there for the show. Exactly. I don't know. There if, are if, people that do. I don't know if people are seeing like Enya or something mellow, but I cannot talk during a show because I can't hear you. It's just someone screaming in my ear and then I'm screaming back to them. Like you can't have a conversation. It's not a pleasant conversation. No. You know, it just uh, be, do you have a lighter? Like, are you, are you, right. well, like that's it. Dave and Tim put on a show, all acoustic show in Mexico every year. Rachel and I have been thinking about going. You stay at a resort for five days, and they play every. I think they play uh, four nights dude. on the beach in Cancun. It's expensive, but I'm on the group, the Facebook group for that, and it's a constant debate of, you know, I sit over here if you don't want to hear people talking the whole show, and people are like, yeah, this is part of the fun. It's a community. There's music playing in the background. You're talking with your friends. Like that's no. not why I go to a show. No, no. And I'm not traveling all the way to Mexico and spending all that kind of money because and wanting to like be around you having a conversation. Yes. I'm here for the performance. That's what I'm here for. You want to yeah. talk? Talk after the show. 
There's plenty of time after the show to say, hey, wasn't it great when they played this song? That's oh, I when really you hope, do it. Right. I, I really hope they were going to play this or that. That's when you do it. Yeah. Now, that sounds like an amazing experience. I know some bands do cruises where it's right. just you're on a cruise ship with them and they perform every night. It's just a drunken debacle. I mean, that sounds heavenly to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, sounds, it sounds so fun. It's five days. And I think you see the band three nights in a row or four nights. Uh, and it's on the cheap side, like $7,000. So I've, uh, thought, well, one day we will do it because yeah. they do it at once a year, you know? Yeah. So. No, that'd be fun. Uh, this next one I think is kind of similar and related. And I think Nick, you've mentioned this before and, uh, I'm, I'm divided on this one. Mm. Uh, the next one on the list of, uh, obnoxious things, rude things you can do at a concert, doing your own performance. Singing along with the show, you mean? Kind of, yes. you know, doing people your own thing. People that are singing along and dancing and being theatrical. Like, I feel like when you're at a concert, you're kind of supposed to be singing along. Some yeah. extent, at least. Nick. And I do get that. Let me preface this by saying, Steve and I have had this conversation. I always tell him, like, I didn't pay to come and hear you sing. Like, I'm pa- <laughs> I came to hear this guy sing, and I want to hear him. But I do think that there's a time and place for it. What do you mean? Certain anthemic songs? Yeah, or certain songs. I mean, if Don McLean comes on, no one's going to sing, right, until American Pie starts being played. Of course you sing along with American Pie. You're old. You're right. You are old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, dude, you're going to sing along with it. (laughs) Right? Am I right, Bruce? No, when the Everly Brothers are singing, man, let the the Everly Brothers do it. Let it be me. Yes. Okay, if I'm at Simon and Garfunkel, listen, I'm not chatty. I'm not singing along. If I'm <laughs> if I'm hearing American Pie, yeah. I'll be singing. For Simon well, and Garfunkel, I would tell Garfunkel to shut the hell up too, actually. Let me just hear Simon sing. <laughs> well, and you know, but yes. it, it all depends on the concert because if you go to a show, like when I went to go see Priest, I can guarantee you that I could have been singing top of my lungs and the person next to me wouldn't be able to hear me right. at all yes. over the guitars, sure. the bass, the drums, and Rob Halford singing. Yeah. So you can just let it fly at a show like that because you can't it's handle fair. it. Yes. Have you ever been in a concert, Nick, where the woman or guy next to you singing, you're like, I can't even hear Dave or whoever it is? Because I don't know that I've had that experience because, like Bruce, you say, it's so freaking loud. No, I, I I haven't been in a situation where like I can't hear, but it's definitely she whoever's singing is close enough that it's been competing at times. All right. I can hear is your crappy voice. I just want to <laughs> hear him. You know what I mean? Please, I'll be a champion. <laughs> yeah, please be a champion, dude. I, and do not sing at a concert if I want to hear. If it's American Pie, go for it. Obviously, if it's American Pie, <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> goes without saying. Of course, right. But, you know, there's certain uh, choruses and whatever. Everyone's going to sing along. But if somebody's sitting next to me singing every word of every song, I probably would punch them in the nuts at some point. <laughs> so I belong to a Facebook group that just does live streaming from different concerts. It's all fans of different shows, and they live stream while they're there. You could go tune into this page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they do a bunch of different shows. But all almost all the Dave shows, all you hear is the people around the streamer singing. Right, because the phone's so close to them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you can kind of faintly hear the band in the background, you know, singing. But, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't want it in my life. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, speaking of phones, next on the list, being on your phone. 
Try uh, to avoid texting during concerts, especially those in intimate settings. Sure. It's particularly disrespectful to the performers. Yes. Uh, you hear that a lot, actually. Uh, more so with like Broadway and whatnot. But um, comedy. That's a catch-22, though, because back when we were all kids, you know, you had your lighter at the concert. Now everyone takes out the cell phone to do that. Well, you know, there are some things now, some shows, and primarily it's with stand-up comedy shows. When you go to walk into the venue, they take your phone from you. Yeah, which right. I would not do. That's invasive. Oh no, 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 no! But, but what hap- what happens is is that it gets put in a pouch that gets completely locked, and you can't, and nobody can get into it or anything like that. Yeah, that's what they do to elementary kids. <laughs> you know, that's so condescending to me. Like, well, I'll no, follow but, your rule. As soon as you see me on my phone, come snag it, put it in the bag, and lock it in the back room. But. No, but, but they, they won't let you in if you don't leave the phone. Yeah. Because what happens is the stand-up comedians were finding is that people were recording the show and then no, uploading it, it on the it. internet. It, it's, you know, the idiots that burn themselves with coffee, and so now we all have to have rules about hot coffee. Like, exactly. Oh, but, but the, that's a whole other can of But I would reject a venue. I would have to love a comedian if they told me ahead of time they're taking my phone from me. Well, and it's, and it's, and it's not the venue that's taking it away. It's the comedian. Coldplay yeah, is uh, doing something that you may find uh, better, Steve, that's in the middle of all of this. They're doing a world tour right now. Music of the Spheres is what the tour is called. Uh, I think it's for a half an hour. Like they say, turn your phones off. Uh, you can't be on your phone for the. It's almost like a meditation of 30 minutes. Just you and the music turn the phones off. Then at the end, they have you turn them back on and you use your cell phone as the lighter. Yeah, I, I I was just reading a thing about uh, adult dinner parties where cell phones are banned, and it's a great idea. But I'm just wondering, what douchebag friends are you hanging out with? You're all at a small dinner party and you're sitting there on your phone. Like I would just throw the person out, not the phone. You would throw the person out. Yeah, I mean we're having a small dinner party and you're sitting here on Twitter or something. Like we can't What's all tiny? sit here What's like adults. And uh, I mean, if there's six of us, ten of us, if it's a small group. Yeah. Like if it's a big house party, then sure. But if you're having, you know, two couples over for dinner and yeah. Larry can't stay off his phone. You know what? At least ask Larry, are you bored? I mean, at least have some fun with it. You don't throw him right out. I want you to talk to Larry about it. Okay. I'm kicking him in the throat and throwing him right out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm with, I'm with Harness. But I mean, it's, and it's not, it's not like the babysitter's calling because there's an emergency at, at someone's house. It's not like that. It's, I think it's. Oh, it's your attention like, span. Exactly. Mm. That's what it is. And that would be what would bother me at a concert. I would be fixated on the woman next to me or the guy or whatever texting like, why? What is so important on your phone that you cannot be paying attention to the concert? You probably paid several hundred dollars for your ticket to get into. It's not yeah. that the light would bother me or whatever. You're at a concert. There's lights everywhere. But I would just sit there going, what is wrong with this person? Like, enjoy the freaking show. Bothers me when people text in a movie theater because of the light that comes on. Well, well, yes, that does for sure, because you're in a dark theater. Now there's glowing light over there, but not so much a concert. And by the way, there used to be rules against bringing recording devices into concerts, because that was a big taboo about bootlegging concerts. Sure. Most artists nowadays have just moved on from that because they realize there's no way you could take away everybody's phone at a major concert. Well, they also realize it helps them. I was going to say, they've embraced the fact that it actually helps promote the show. For sure. All right. Uh, Blocking people's views. Don't stand up the whole time if no one else is. Now, this is actually an interesting debate. 
because I've been at concerts where I want to stand up. I want to dance. Or I want to sing. And then I'm like, no one around me is standing. Now I'm the jerk, but it's a concert. I feel like everyone should be standing. So if I'm blocking your view, you stand too. I agree. Especially if this is a song that like everyone dances to, there's certain songs that'll come on and like, Oh, you know, this one's a banger, dude. <laughs> I mean, we got to dance. We got to sing. But if it's a soft song or something, I'll respect it. I'm going to sit down. Like I, I want to dance. I'm going to get up. I don't care if no one else gets up. Sorry. I'm enjoying yeah. the show. And I'm six foot two, so I block people's views easily. But again, like we're at a concert. I don't think there should be rules about sitting or standing. If I want to stand, I should stand. You can stand too. Yes. Um, and I've had people say, hey, down in front, <laughs> you know, can't see. I'm like, well, then stand up. It's a freaking concert. We're what not about, watching a cello performance that's all mellow and mild. Right. What about uh, hot girls on shoulders? Wow. Permissible? Yeah. I mean, okay. First of all, I have a question about why women don't flash at concerts anymore because yeah. that used to be a big thing. It, it seems to have somewhat gone away. But um, Flash Fridays. For full-grown women, I would probably say no, but I get it. Like, if I put my kids on my shoulders at, you know, performances and stuff, and that certainly makes me much, much taller. So, I don't know. There may be some rudeness to that for sure. Listen, Um, if you're standing up, people can't see. It doesn't matter if you have a person on your shoulders or not. Well, that's fair. Six foot or eight feet, it really doesn't matter. I'm blocking anyone, right? Yeah. I mean, unless Manute Bowles at the concert, I think that most people cannot see. He's seven six, by the way, Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm close to that. Um, but the Oscars <laughs> that were that, last like night. Close to fifty, dude. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but why the, I'm not the one that's in favor of rounding. You're the one that rounds everything. Okay, that was a joke. You're trying to say that we're fifty, even though we're only forty-seven. Stop rounding everything. You're the worst accountant ever. Who was at the Oscars last night wearing some obnoxious outfit? Oh, I I don't know the person's name. It was like a cape almost that stuck stuck up on the back of the uh, the dress. I can't believe that nobody ahead of the Oscars told her, like, hey, by the way, we're all sitting. You're going to be blocking someone's view. She must have just disregarded that and didn't give a crap. I'm sure they uh, sat seat fillers behind her. Her name is Thames. She's a singer. It says singer Thames goes viral with view-blocking white dress at Oscars 2023. Of course it's a singer. Uh, it says Thames brought a dramatic look for the 2023 Academy Awards on March 12th in Los Angeles, wearing a white cloud-inspired dress. Do you know so, how many singers it takes to change the light bulb? Uh, none. Uh, it takes one, but then the light has to shine right on them. <laughs> well, it turns out- mm. Because singers are egomaniacs. That's my point. Well, it, it, this person isn't even a singer uh, for this particular reason uh, on the, why she was there. It says Thames, who was nominated at this year's Oscars for Best Song Co-Writing, Rihanna's Lift Me Up from the Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Take for that crap? Jeez. Yeah. So, so, but she, <laughs> she was a, a, a co-writer on a song on, that was on a movie uh, soundtrack. And, and the nerve to show there. up in that dress. Wow. Wow, that's that yeah. takes some, that takes balls, ironically, for a woman to uh, <laughs> to do something like that. Am I ruining another category if I ask the question? Uh, what about people holding up signs? You know, like that uh, say great things. Uh, Look at me, it's my birthday. Or, I want to sing with you. If you're at a sporting event, yes. A concert? Who holds up signs at a concert? That's weird. 
A lot of people do um, it. I don't like. I don't like it. BT Dubs sporting event. Fine. Been in the paper for it. I know. I was going to say Nick was on the cover of the Seattle <laughs> PI, right? Yeah. Uh, holding right. up a sign at a uh, Seahawks game, right? Yes. That's right. No signs of concerts. No sporting events. Yes. No signs of concerts. All and right. back to my other question: Why is flashing at concerts? Why does that not happen anymore? It's me too. I mean, the, 70s, 80s. I mean, that was uh, yeah. On the 90s, back. dude. I mean, we Look had some the- flashing going on into the 90s. Yeah. Why did that stop? It's the Me Too era, dude. It seemed to have fizzled before that. I yeah, think it maybe. goes back to this whole thing of you know big boobed women thinking that uh, that's what everyone wants to see. And I think as breast implants faded out, so did flashing at concerts. Because if you don't have anything to flash, what's the point, right? Yeah, well, maybe I mean, so. I- I took my shirt off at a concert, and nobody got excited about that. <laughs> That's I wasn't there. You know what is funny? It does still apparently happen in some genres of music, because when I went on my uh, first coffee date, when I got back into the dating world, uh, the woman I was with had just seen Motley Crue in Las Vegas oh, yeah. at one of the big uh, venues. And the band was doing it on stage of, like, putting women on the big screen and telling them, flash us, flash us. Yeah. And it's this, you know, crew. right. <laughs> this, you know, 49 year old woman was just like, read the room. Like your fans are all parents now. So many of us have kids at this concert and I got to no see a woman flashing her boobies up. on the oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, Talk about uh, being a prude. God. Well, it is a good question, though. Like, the older you get, the more I'm like, oh, you poor girl. Don't do that. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> like, yeah. It becomes a big yeah, class. Uh, okay. It, it, Especially it, it, if your kids are there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, imagine being a dude and having your mom flash at a show. You're at the show with her. Like, uh, <laughs> like wow. Okay. Okay. But you know what, though? If your mom's flashing at a show, she's probably done a lot of things in your life yeah. that, that are a lot worse than that. So that are you really going to be all that surprised or uncomfortable when it happens? Yes. I think, you, I, th- I think you've built up an immunity by that point. Your mom was Maybe. probably a groupie back in the 80s and knows Vince yeah. very well. Tommy Lee very well. <laughs> Maybe, dude. Maybe that's why they are a little, they hold it a little closer to the vest nowadays. They don't want people to know. Well, exactly. So don't block views. Uh, next on the list of rude things you can do at a concert, expecting people to cater to your seating preference. On the flip oh. side of the previous point, don't expect people to cater to your viewing preferences. Quote, while you may prefer to, to uh, take in the concert while seated, the fans in front of you may intend to dance the night away. If the majority of people at the concert are standing, you may as well stand too, and you should not expect them to sit. It's mob rule, basically. I, I yes. thought they were going to say, don't ask people to switch seats with you. Yeah, I hate that, too, actually. I can't stand that. I've never yeah. had it happen. What are you talking about? People oh, ask for your seat? Yeah, yeah someone wants the aisle instead of yeah, the table or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can I sit on the aisle? Uh, no. If you or want there's some guy seat. blocking me, so can I sit on the other side of you? Like, I, That's yeah. hysterical. No. Yeah, no. If you wanted the seat that bad, you should have bought it. I will tell you the the Wood Brothers concert that we were just at. We were at the band's table, and they had a table of like eight people. It was a round table, but there's only like six of us there. So the two seats that were in front of us had the best view of the stage, but no one at the table was taking them because it's kind of crammed up on this railing. So we all just kind of looked at each other like, no one's taking these seats, right? Cool. So we can all just sit here and enjoy the view. But then once the show started, some jackasses came and took those seats because they were like, seats are open up front. Steal them. And now I'm like, God, 
Like now you're blocking my view. If I had known someone was going to take them, I would have taken them because it's on my freaking table here. So, yeah. So what, well, that kind uh, of stuff happens too. people stealing seats, you know, switching. Yes. Hey, when that happened, uh, did it go through your mind? Oh, I'm kind of on a date to impress. Uh, I don't want to say anything and be the old guy. <laughs> you know, that's like, get out of there, kids. <laughs> oh, it went through my mind. I leaned over to Dottie at one point. It was like, do you want me to say something? Because I could tell she was kind of bobbing and weaving during some sure. of the songs. We're like, Ugh. We had perfectly unobstructed views, and these freeloaders from 10 rows back just came and took the good seats. So. It's happened to me before, too, dude. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. That's awful. I should have been smart enough knowing concerts to just taking the seats so that no one else did, but I just thought, yeah. we're at the band's table. No one's going to come over here. But Do you also hate when you get to your seats and someone's in them? And you got to like show them your ticket. Like you're in the wrong seats. You yes. know, people do that all the time. Like, let's just sit in some great seats. And if we get kicked out, then, you know, we'll go. But yes. you're always in my seats. Yep. I'm not really nice about that a lot of times. I what should do you mean? Be... You go out brewski on them? Um, just, we go walking up and I'm just like, hey, you're in my seat. Gotta move. <laughs> you're just real direct about it. You're not like, hey, I think you might be in my 3B. I'm 3B. Right. There's two approaches. Either you're in my freaking seat and move, or excuse me, can you look at my ticket here? I think right. I'm. In I have proof. I have proof. <laughs> your proof. Yeah, you're probably the better approach in a concert. Quite. I better. don't. Yeah. Well, it's just, I, sometimes you can tell what type of approach you have to do with somebody, though. Sure. You can look at the. You can size them up, and you're like, oh, Jesus. So then, I, if I got to be a jerk, I got to be a jerk. Otherwise, I just say to someone, Hey, you know what? I think you made a mistake. You're in my C, you know, I'm also, I'm in 3B here. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. And, and, and they'll, then they'll move, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other times you can look at someone and say, all right, I got to I gotta be like, hey, say, pal, you know what? Get to it. step in. Yeah. Hey, listen, if the three of us are out at a concert and people <laughs> need to move, Brewski's always the guy that tells him, right? Yeah. I mean, there's something more, uh, you know, sure. like, you He's better move on. <laughs> you are parked in the wrong seat. Move it. Uh, speaking of being a, a jerk at a concert, this is honestly something I've never experienced that I can think of. Although Brewski's gotten real ticked off at some concerts, so maybe you've done Oh, it. no. Booing. Never boo at a concert, they say. Don't disrespect the work that goes into putting on a performance. Even if you don't particularly like the concert, you should applaud the performance and go home and write a negative review later if you must. Come on. I Have you ever booed at a concert? Bon like Jovi. When Lars did his uh, drum thing with the little boy. I'm sure Brewski was back there booing Lars left and right. I was well. I was so pissed. I was so. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never see if I'm going to a concert. I paid money. The, why I don't see why I'd be booing them. Like they must have to do something atrocious. When we went to go see Bon Jovi, and it was at the Tacoma Dome. Yeah. You have this a lot was of Bon Jovi the, stories. This is the same concert. Okay. It was a really same. traumatizing experience for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you kidding me? After, after the show was over, we were, at, we were at a bar in Tacoma, all drunk and pissed off. And we were right, we were like 10, 12 of us. We were composing a, a letter, a complaint letter. Dear Mr. Jovi. <laughs> Handwritten? We were writing it on like in the back of like a cocktail napkin or something. We're drunk. We're pissed off. Sure. Dude, not- why were you so mad that you booed? I mean, were they just bad? Because Bon Jovi, half the songs, he kept taking the microphone and sticking it out for the crowd, for the crowd to sing. Uh-huh. Listen, I didn't pay the money to hear them sing this damn song. And then, get this, 
There's a reason why Richie Sambora didn't go on that tour. You know why? Because <laughs> Bon Jovi brought a damn accordion player. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he had a damn accordion player. And- <laughs> I love the things that upset you about live concerts. <laughs> you. Okay, but if I but if I'm going to see Bon Jovi, right? Yeah. I want I want to hear the rock and stuff. It was all soccer mom crap yeah, all night yeah. long. You know, we wanted to hear him rock out and that sort of thing. And he tamed all of it down. The accordion player was just like, oh, my God. So did and you then, move the accordion player? Yes. Okay. Well, then Dude, you- would it have been as bad if it would have been Weird Al Yankovic touring with him? No, because you expect that. He plays the accordion. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. It was unexpected accordion that got I, you. Yeah, when when all of a sudden he calls for the guy. I don't, I don't know the guy's name. He calls for the guy to come up. And the, the guy comes out, and they, they have like this like extension to the stage, and we're thinking, the, oh yeah, here comes like a guitarist or something like that. No, dude comes out with an accordion and starts playing, <laughs> uh, and we're like, what the hell is this? Oh, that's really, dude. Nick, have you ever had to boo at a concert? I don't think so. No, I can't. I, you know what? And maybe it's just because uh, that Dave I, Matthews I has a lot of musicians on that stage. None of them have ever ticked you off, huh? Not enough to boo. I don't have it in me, dude. No you invasive know? accordions at your shows. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, and if it if they showed up, they'd probably sound great, dude. I'd be into it, <laughs> you know. But I I can't be that guy, and that's the difference between us, Brewski. You could be that guy. My well, fear is that if I boo, somebody's gonna look at me and judge me and say that guy is a dick. Like, well, but, why are you booing? And I can't I do that. But I wasn't the only person that was doing it. And it wasn't even just <laughs> people in my group. There were people around us, too, who were also like, what the F is this? And Give us a boo, dude. What did it sound like? Give us a back off. What the hell? Accordion? <laughs> you know, now that you say these stories, I can recall one time. I don't know if I booed or not, but other people in the concert sure did. And this was probably warranted. I saw Guns N' Roses when they toured with Metallica back in the early 90s, and they were uh-huh. co-headliners. So they each did a full, like, two-and-a-half-hour set. It was like a really oh. long concert. Yeah, that's a marathon. And, yeah, Guns N' Roses, they were performing November Rain, which is, of course, like a 10- or 11-minute-long song, right? I mean, it's like <laughs> long. They got about 90% of the way through the, the song, November Rain, and yeah. something happened with the audio. And Axl Rose freaked out. He slammed oh, yeah. his microphone on the stage, and he walked off stage. And the whole, they stopped playing the song, uh, like, you know, minutes went by. And then Axl comes back out on stage, picks up the microphone. He's like, I hope they fix this problem. We're going to play that whole song again. I don't care if you guys like it or not. Uh, and they started November Rain over oh, again. Oh, <laughs> it's not that great of a song. I mean, no. Isn't he well known for having hissy fits on stage? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, during the audio, we were, we were <laughs> nine and a half minutes into a 10 minute song. Now you're going to have to hear it again. So okay. we probably got some booze for that. Well, yeah. I, I didn't boo. This one had happened, speaking of Guns N' Roses, but I was awfully angry at them when I, on my drive home that night. This is the Use Your Illusion Tour. Soundgarden opens the show. They play like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, right? So then you figure there's like, what, maybe a half hour while they kind of change the stage over and that sort of sure. thing? Yeah. We sat there for two and a half hours at the Worcester Centrum waiting because Axl Rose at the time wouldn't go on stage until he felt he was ready. They didn't hit the stage till 1130. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I would have been out of there, dude. I was so, and, and I had like friends with me, and we have to drive back to Boston. And when we left, it's sixty miles from from Worcester to Boston. We leave, and there's a raging snowstorm going on. And I also got to drop friends off. And it was, I was so angry at Guns N' Roses that night. The Axel in particular. He was notorious for that. Uh, the last one I'm going to put on the list here because we're running out of time is uh, slamming into people. Now, this has to be depending upon what the genre is, right? Yes. Is it slamming or bumping? Now, this is slamming. I mean, you know, you're dancing and you're, you know, you're, you're banging into people around you, not just nudging them like you're actually slamming into them. Okay. Because obviously there are, you know, metal shows and whatnot where that is either the norm or you have to accept it. There's yes. a pit for it, dude. There's right. a pit for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But, um, you know, at a Pearl Jam show or Dave Matthews or somebody slamming into me. No, no. I've had the guy slam into me before and I didn't, well, I, I didn't want it in my life and uh, had to tell him. <laughs> I don't need that me. in my life, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, dude, you're slamming into me. Well, look where you're going. I had to say it a couple of times. And by the third or fourth time, I got all brewski. You know, oh, I, I, you. I was I was mad. <laughs> you know, I was steaming. Yeah. I said, dude, if you slam into me one more time, I'm going to turn you in. <laughs> I'm going to turn you in. And uh, he never did it again. So, yeah, I've had to uh, correct that behavior before. Here's a funny thing that I've experienced once at a concert. You know, the, the, the laws of society, at least when it comes to pot use, don't seem to uh, exist at a concert, right? I mean, everyone's no. smoking pot. Sure. Yeah. But I had a guy once just stink eye me because I was smoking. <laughs> just looking at me like, how dare you be smoking marijuana at a concert? In the open. Like, You're in the wrong right. place. Well, I was going to say, so who's wrong? Technically, I should not be smoking marijuana. It's smoking in public. No. It's illegal, blah, blah, blah. But it's a concert. Come concert on. Yeah. dude. Of course you should be smoking marijuana. Absolutely. I find it that it's not a concert until I at least smell a little bit of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Not have it kind of makes it feel yeah. like you're home again, you know. Yes, exactly. My wife does not smoke pot. So, uh, you know, that would be maybe something that would bother her. But no, I mean, she goes to a concert like a reasonable human being and realizes, like, that's a yeah. concert. Yeah, it she happens. would put up with it. She wouldn't stink eye someone, right? Right. Yeah. She knows it's going on. Like, yeah, that's part of a show. Whether I do it or not, it's part of a show. Right. Now, if somebody breaks out a pipe and starts smoking crack at a show, all right, I'm going to draw the line right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily want to be around that, but the flower, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let me ask you, uh, this is, uh, I don't know if this is concert etiquette or what it is, but my ex told me a story once that just blew my mind about what she would do at concerts. <laughs> oh, man, really? And I got to tell you, like, I am a very sexually open-minded person. And I have had women I'm with tell me, you know, crazy sexual adventures they've had. And no one has ever shocked me. And I've never looked down my nose at somebody after they've confessed of something dirty they did. But my ex, the Hindenburg, told me in a very casual fashion one time that, you know, there's this thing I like to do at concerts. Like if we're all dancing and we're in the crowd together and I'm I'm vibing with some guy kind of dancing next to me. I'll just reach my hand down his pants and uh, give him a handy right there in the concert. <laughs> no verbiage. No. <laughs> no, no conversation. They're just vibing, they're feeling. 
just, I mean, I'm feeling this, like, uh, goes down and starts cranking? Yes. There's the guy at a hand job in the middle of a concert, surrounded by people. And, and I, me, I want to predict. No, no, no. Part- I want to predict, Steve. Do not say how you feel. This yeah. is, I'm going to predict. Okay. Yes, I did hear what you just said, but it was what I was going to say. There was part of you that was turned on and pressed, and then part of you that was like, <laughs> You dirty, dirty bird. Yes. <laughs> that is, that is, you judged her a little bit, didn't you? Yes. This is my point. <laughs> this is the first time a woman has told me a story where I'm like, you're a bit of a dirty whore. Like, <laughs> you're just jerking off dudes at a concert. Like, first of all, I've never had that experience at a concert where some, you know, hot blonde's dancing next to me and she just, you know, reaches her hand in my pants. That's a uh, hero right there. That's but a yeah, hero. I was definitely torn of like, wow, that is impressive. And man, that is skanky as hell. Would you, uh, would you both uh, be up for it if it happened to you and you were single? Like, would you go with it or would you pull away and be like, ah, I'm enjoying the show? It's a great question. I mean, first of all, it's a little awkward. Like, I, you know, there's not a lot of room in my jeans. But I no, I don't think I would stop a, a hot woman that I was vibing with. I mean, I guess not. I would see, what are you doing? Where is this going? Right. Brewski? I've got a, a little bit of a story. Please. An, ex, an experience with this, actually, that actually happened to me. Is this a phenomenon? Is that what we're discovering? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this, a phenomenon. When I tell you this story, this, you'll understand why it's not exactly the same thing of what the Hindenburg was doing. Okay. Right. So, so we're, we're, we're leaving uh, Bruins playoff game. My dad's behind me. I'm, I'm in line. We're leaving. So you're, you're trying to leave the stadium. Okay. Right. And all of a sudden I'm standing there and I hear this woman speaking and I feel a hand grabbing onto my junk outside of pants, outside of pants, but she's okay. got, she's and you're got, walking out of the venue. Well, packed. Like, People packed. getting out. It's all yeah, packed yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, and she's got a handful of brewski. I mean, she's, she's, going for it and she's just like oh boy i can't wait to get you home and everything like that in your ear or just everybody could hear it probably anyone nearby could hear her she's like she's in front of me and she's like pressed against my chest and i'm just like whoa hold on a second here i'm like looking around and i'm thinking (laughs) this is like dear pentel's forum i never thought it would happen to me (laughs) you know and then she's she's like oh i can't wait to get you home and i was just like Wow, really? And she turns around and she looks at me and she's like, oh, my God, you're not my husband. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Tremendous play by Brewski. My dad's looking over my left shoulder, and he's just like, what's going on up there? And, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll That's tell you when we get downstairs, Dad. You know? Man, I'm not your husband, but I'll be your daddy. Come on. <laughs> I love a sausage. That is funny. It, I've it heard was, about, you know, people having sex at concerts. I've never seen it, but I've heard people tell me tales of that. And that takes some uh, gumption right there, too. So I think it happens with the uh, gigolos. You know what I mean? Do you know who the gigolos are? From Showtime? No, oh, from whatever. Insane Clown Posse. Oh, no, that's Juggalos. Juggalo, thank you. <laughs> thank like you. Like Bruce. Term, yeah. If you go to the gathering of the Juggalos, which is held in Ohio every year, yeah. you can see a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah, yes. a lot of really uh, wretched, wretched stuff. You know, sex and porta potties and just uh, weird uh, things. Juggalos and Juggalettes. I would bet that they know each other, at least, though. Do you think it's two strangers hooking strangers. up? Absolutely. Yes. Wow. Steve, Steve, these are people who go to this concert, that go to a concert, knowing that when they get there, they're going to be sprayed down with Fago soda. 
Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. I guess uh, we should send a pair of tickets to the Hindenburg then and tell her to go have fun. <laughs> yeah. Did it bother you? I mean, did you have questions? Did it bother you? And did you ask him? No, I let it go because it was one of those Pandora's boxes now been open kind of thing. <laughs> and like I said, I was impressed for a moment, but my overwhelming feeling was, damn, that's the first thing someone's told me that I'm I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed <laughs> in you. This is, is what you're doing at concerts. You got to admit, I mean, it's the type of thing. It's the opening to a porn that you would be watching and just, you know, uh, just this no name girl in front of you starts doing that to you. But, yeah, yes. I don't know that. Uh, if my wife told and that's me never that, the, I'd rather she didn't. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the context you want to see your person in that you basically were starring in a porn? Yes. Uh, you know. Keep that stuff to yourself. We don't have you to know everything. Just crank it away. You didn't get paid for it. So you just handy some dude at a concert. That's, yeah, that's kinky. So. Yeah. Um, my last thing I'm going to throw out here on this concert topic. Uh, I, I, I've seen this going all over the place on my Facebook feed this week. Uh, people sharing this. Jamie Lee Curtis. Are you guys familiar with what she said about concerts this week? Uh, yes, but no. I don't remember, but I did. I know that I've heard it or read it. Well, so I, I saw a couple of people sharing this, and then I, I looked into it a little further. There was some red carpet event, and when she was being interviewed on the red carpet, she went on this tangent about how concerts need to do matinees. That I'm a big, she was like, listen, I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan, but if you start a concert at eight o'clock at night and play for four hours, it's midnight. Why don't you start a concert at two o'clock in the afternoon, do a matinee, and then you're done, Bruce, by six o'clock, and I can be home and in bed by eight o'clock because I'm old now. And then she made a phone call on her jitterbug. Exactly. (laughs) You know, like, stop it. Are you kidding me? A lot of people can't take it. Come on. My mother, who is now 76 years old, well, you know, two years ago, I dropped her off at a, a Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper concert, went well into the 11 o'clock, 1130 range. Yeah. She partied the night away, dude. You're at a Good concert. Right. That's the that's the traditional thing. Clearly, the concerts are a late night thing. But I got to tell you, she might be on to something. There are some <laughs> concerts where if you could start it at two o'clock, like it's and I'm done, I can go do dinner after the concert or something. Doesn't feel have right to be out to until midnight, not have to be a cop trap out there, you know, waiting for all these drunken fools out on the road at midnight, two o'clock in the morning. Who would you go see at 2 p.m.? Can you imagine going what? to see uh, uh, Pearl Jam at two o'clock p.m.? The only negative would be the lighting, that if it's an outdoor show, that you can't have the full stage lighting. But if it's indoors, I don't know. I hate to sound like I'm almost 50, (laughs) but there's an appealing aspect to seeing a concert at a normal daytime hour and having the rest of your night or not. I'm not usually out until midnight anymore. Well, so I I used to go to a lot of local shows when I was a teenager. Yeah. And um, back when I was... Fourteen. I saw the uh, the Dropkick Murphys at this venue called the Middle East here in um, Cambridge, and they did two shows that day. They had an afternoon show that was all ages, and then a show that started at like eight o'clock that night for like twenty one plus. It's acceptable it was, to give it to the children, you know. But it was, it was it, matinees are meant for children or old people. But what okay? about festivals? Lollapalooza used to start at two in the afternoon and would go yeah. all day long. It's in a field. It's an but exception, <laughs> you but, know. But that's, that's that's the, that's different though, because because it's going to go that that long. So you're not you're not actually yeah, getting but you out. You still enjoy the bands though that were playing at three in the afternoon. 
Okay, so why not have if, the headliner come in three and you still have the rest of your day? The headliner needs to come later in the night. If mm. I go to a concert, part of the process is, is that I will most likely fall asleep in my clothes tonight. Like I will wake up <laughs> in the clothes that I wore. Like I want it to be a night of debauchery. It doesn't need to be that. What, what, what if it started six then? So you're done no, with the concert dude, by 10. That's yeah. a half an hour outside of the blue plate <laughs> special, dude. I mean, are you eating earlier now too? Uh, sometimes I do actually uh, having dinner at like three o'clock. Listen, I think you're being a little ageist here again. I oh. think uh, I think if you look at this on a practical level, there is some logic to starting a concert earlier, especially an older crowd. You know, if Bob Dylan's playing, do I have to see him at ten o'clock at night? Can I see him at four? <laughs> you know, yeah. he wants to be in bed by midnight too. Let's yeah. all be honest with each other. Sure, None of us know. want to stay out that late. Why not start the concert? Ah, you're right, Stephen. <laughs> ah, get off my lawn. I want the concert to be done by five so I can go rave all night. That's my point. Uh, <laughs> it's not to go home and kick kids off your lawn. No, I don't like dropping ecstasy at uh, ten o'clock at night. Then I'm I'm tripping balls by two a.m. Like all right, know. then you're all good. <laughs> I'm still awesome, Nick. Is my point yes so. yes you are all right well jamie lee curtis you've been thoroughly shot down here on the vocal mic you're talking about the woman who sold yogurt to make you poo better dude <laughs> i mean this is the woman that you're backing no pun intended wow. uh with festival matinees you're saying if you open up your mind a little bit you may see the advantages that's all that's all that's all, all right i will all right well there's our concert review rundown perfect <laughs> Um, yeah, if you're at the next concert and there's a mildly psychotic blonde woman dancing next to you, you might have some fun with her. So <laughs> vibe with her a little, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, don't slam into me. Don't stand in front of me if I'm uh, shorter than you. And uh, I think we've covered all the basics here I to send so. our audience out at the concert world correctly. I think so, too. And we're just getting into concert season, dude. I cannot wait for it. Yes, yes, indeed. So there you go. See us on our webpage, thevocalminority.net. See all our socials, communicate with the show, and just in general, uh, please. Please, a real champion. Yes, indeed. Words of wisdom. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. <laughs>